Well, I was born in Elizabeth and grew up there. Uh, I was a senior in high school when my family moved to Westfield. So I consider myself Elizabeth, you know, born and bred. Uh, Westfield was great, but I, I was already going to school at Seton Hall Prep, so I had no connections with contemporaries in Westfield at the time, except very, very scant. My sister is still living in that house now since 1964, uh, with a very brief interlude. So that kind of has been our home uh, off and on since 1964. Uh, Fifty years, hard to believe. Anyway, Elizabeth is hometown, you know, for me. I went to parochial school there and then uh, to Seton Hall Prep, which at the time had a uh, track for uh, high school students who thought they might be interested in pursuing the priesthood which I did, um, and I've often told people I, I don't remember a time in my life when I didn't think uh, somehow, you know, consciously of uh, priesthood, but uh, I think when I try to think of where that came from, um, I know part of it was the atmosphere at home, but I don't mean pressure. I mean, there was never any pressure from my parents, uh, but I know that, I knew that they had uh, great regard and respect for priests, for religious my father had a cousin who was a priest, uh, an older gentleman, so the kind of a priest in the family thing. We didn't see him a lot, but we knew he was, you know, in, in the, the family. And uh, my mother had been very active growing up in her parish, St. Patrick's in Elizabethport, with uh, the priest there in the parish. He'd been the president of the Sodality, had worked with the, the chaplain. So uh, priests and sisters were always kind of visitors to the home, and so it was kind of part of the atmosphere. In parochial school, became an altar server and so on. Um, had the sisters teaching, you know, they were a good influence. Uh, but by the time I was approaching high school, like the idea kept taking shape, you know, in different ways. And um, so by high school, I thought that was probably what I wanted to pursue, and went to Seton Hall Prep, which uh, had the track leading to the college seminary and then the diocesan major seminary. Uh, at the time, Seton Hall Prep was in South Orange on the campus of the university. Um, I graduated in 65, went into the university, which had its own track for uh, students for priesthood. They called it the Divinity School. I didn't board. I was a, a day hop uh, until uh, my third year when I had to uh, take some time off and went as a uh, resident, finally, when I continued. Graduated the university in 69 and at that time, the uh, the seminary was really kind of like a five- or six-year course. You would finish up your college years in philosophy at uh, the seminary in Darlington, near uh, Mawa, and then continue with four years of uh, theology postgraduate. So that was my track. Uh, I was ordained in 1973 and assigned first to... St. Aidan's Parish in Jersey City. I had been a deacon for a year at St. Nicholas Parish in the Heights section of Jersey City, and then went to St. Aidan's for the first five years. Um, From there, I became the chaplain at Essex Catholic High School in Newark. Uh, We were there for two years, then the school moved to East Orange in 1980. I was there for until 1984 as the chaplain. And in 1979, the end of 79, I picked up another job as director of formation for the permanent deacons of the archdiocese, who are, uh, they're not ordained to the priesthood, they're ordained as deacons, uh, which gives them responsibilities for liturgy and for uh, uh, ministries of the word, but also primarily ministries of charity. 
So I was the formation director for two years and then became director of the entire uh, operation, pre-ordination and post-ordination for the deacons. For a while lived in Kearney at the Boys Town uh, facility and then got into uh, a parish ministry after a sabbatical and I ended up with the diaconate in 1990, I uh, had the opportunity for a three-month uh, sabbatical and did a program in Rome, the North American College, uh, not a degree program, just a kind of a refresher. Came back and was assigned as a parochial vicar, uh, assistant priest at St. Mary's in Bayonne, Star of the Sea. And after five months there, was uh, tapped to be the pastor at Immaculate Conception in Montclair, where I stayed for 18 years. And in 2000, Nine, my 18 years there were finished, and um, I needed to move and was prepared to move, you know, but there were no pastorates available at the time in uh, Union County. I wanted to get closer. My sister and her husband are both um, handicapped, seriously handicapped, and my mother was still living at the time and living at uh, their home in Westfield with an aide. So I needed to be back and forth often enough anyway, and I figured it made sense if I was moving, I should move closer rather than farther away. And uh, Father McGovern very kindly knew of my situation and knew that there was going to be an opening here at St. Michael's and, uh, you know, called me up. I thought it was good if it worked out. It did. The Archbishop was very gracious. And uh, so I was here as a parochial vicar for two years. And in 2011, after Father McGovern's retirement, um, I applied to be the pastor and was appointed. So that, too, it made sense. I thought I had uh, gotten to know and to like and appreciate the community here and felt that I had something I might be able to offer. And so um, it's a six-year term, and right now, almost halfway through it, you know, hard to believe, but it's, uh, it is a It'll be three years, February 1st. Tell me about some of the things that are going on here in the parish that uh, people who aren't members of the parish might not be aware of. Well, there's certainly a lot of uh, ministries and activities that have been you know, traditional and uh, deeply embedded, I think, in the uh, kind of the spirit of, of St. Michael's Parish. I mean, the school is certainly one of them. Uh, we're very fortunate with the youth ministry that we've got. Uh, we team it with St. Teresa's in Kenilworth, and it's currently very successful, um, drawing a large number of kids from throughout the high school years and providing what I think is a very good balanced program, uh, both spiritual but social, um, uh, formative um, education in a lot of ways. I think it's a very good uh, very good program. We have lots of charity programs rooted here, um, and that has been traditional. The Knights of Columbus have always been involved in charity work, so the Rosary Society also for the women. And more recent ones, Rayfield's Lifehouse, uh, began with a great deal of input from St. Michael's parishioners, and still they're still very active in it. And they support the, the Lifehouse, which is the former convent at St. Patrick's and Elizabeth, as an alternate living and, and um, care place for uh, young women with problem pregnancies or homeless because of their, their situation. The parish has been very supportive of that, individuals uh, and, and groups being very supportive of that. On the pastoral side, uh, I found lots of stuff you know, happening and uh, in, in good ways, lots of good things going on. What we're trying to pull together now just struck me that we have uh, an opportunity since we're coming up uh, long term on our 150th anniversary in town that will be in 
2022, that that gave us some lead time to just kind of review, you know, who we are as a parish community in an era of very fluid uh, connections, I think, people across the board generally and in, in with established religions, but particularly in the Catholic community. I, I think it's easy for us, as I've said to others, you know, to look at the church, which can accommodate seven, 750 people maybe, and to look at a typical Sunday congregation and feel that because the church looks relatively full that we're being very successful. Well, it's misleading because uh, we estimate that we have about 3,800 households connected with St. Michael's, and uh, that could translate into you know, upwards of 15,000 individuals. Well, if we filled the church five times on the weekend, which is the, the Sunday mass schedule, Saturday night and Sunday, at 700, 750, you know, we're talking maybe 35, 3,600 people. Well, that means and we're, not, we're not filling it every time. So clearly we're not hitting even that amount of the 15,000 potential, you know, 15 to 18,000 really. So that concerns me, and how do we address that? So we, we do have a, a steering committee formed. Uh, we're calling it the Steering Committee for Parish Transformation. They're exploring a number of different things. Just in the last year, they have uh, revised the, uh, the website, uh, gotten us a Facebook presence. Uh, we now have an email blast going out weekly to parishioners, kind of keeping them up to uh, date on what's, what's happening over the weekend, get them you know, kind of prepped and encourage them to come. And we hope that that process is going to continue, that, uh, that this group will uh, either morph into a pastoral council, which we uh, do not have at the moment, uh, or uh, continue its, its operation but kind of create different volunteer groups that can address specific uh, programs. That's what happened with the, uh, the website. The, um, the steering committee itself didn't want to pursue it, but they started the process, and we got some volunteers specifically uh, for that. And they were people with experience in public relations and um, publishing and things like that. So they were very helpful. And Another thing we're starting now uh, is a, um, a feature that we'll try to introduce shortly uh, at Sunday Mass with uh, the video um, screen that we do have in the church. Periodically, maybe once or twice a month, uh, just a brief uh, video shot of one or two parishioners sharing a little bit about how they have experienced God active in their lives and how they responded to that, just as a way of encouraging other people to think, how is God active in their life and how do we respond to God um, in the moments of everyday existence. So that, that's encouraging to me, you know, that we have a lot of uh, interest in that, and I think people will be responsive to it.